the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, where's Hunter? You remember Hunter Biden? He's the uh, the guy whose uh, laptop was found a couple weeks ago. Showed that he was using his dad's name to make lots and lots of money in various countries. Of course, Fox uh, played that story up big after the New York Post broke the story. The other networks, some of them anyway, sniffed around it but haven't done much with it. A couple of guys from NBC came out over the weekend and explained why their network has ignored it. He said it was a nothing burger. There was nothing to the story and nothing that uh, incriminated Joe Biden or showed that he did, did anything wrong. Well, today a senior retired CIA officer named Sam Faddis came out and said how wrong they are in a piece for admagazine.com. This is what he wrote. On October 19, 2020, a group of 50 former intelligence officers signed on to a letter branding the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop as having all the hallmarks of a Russian disinformation. To my knowledge, none of the 50 individuals who signed the letter in question has seen the contents of Hunter's laptop. I have. I have had unfettered access to it for days and continue to do so. And he said anyone who's ever done a forensic study of a laptop knows that everything in that uh, the, in the laptop was authentic and in the story was it was authentic. And then he said this, the stench of corruption coming off the uh, contents of the laptop is overwhelming. Leaving aside the pornographic nature of many of the images stored on the device, what the documents, emails, and other items show is a mass of shell companies and business dealings. All of these transactions ultimately have the same feel. Someone, somewhere, is paying Hunter Biden and his associates very large sums of money to ex- in exchange for influence. Factories are not built. Products are not bought and sold. Hunter and his henchmen bring to the table one thing connections and principal amongst those is joe biden himself this is a former cia guy and that's what he says about having had unfettered access to the laptop he's been looking at it for a few days now so it's probably a pretty safe bet that eventually hunter and joe are going to be found to be dirty in all this uh, you would think uh, if and maybe the rest of the media after the election and after um uh Donald Trump wins, that maybe they'll become a little bit, uh, well, they'll become less interested in it, but uh, uh, they should be less interested after uh, Trump wins, but they'll probably start covering it because it's a good story that should be covered, and they won't feel like they're hurting Biden. So anyway, who knows how much it's going to affect uh, the election this year, but it sure isn't going to go away if Joe Biden wins the election, which it says here, by the way, He's not going to do. When we come back, I will talk to the co-chairman of the Republican National Committee, Tommy Hicks. Stick around. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance, or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stoggerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. 
What happened to Carter Page should never happen to another American again. Page was a model citizen, a Naval Academy graduate, a successful businessman, and a cooperative source for U.S. intelligence services. But when Page became a supporter of Donald Trump, the FBI targeted him, spied on him, and persecuted him in a phony investigation. Now Carter Page is telling his story. In his compelling new book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page gives us the shocking details of being targeted by the Obama administration Justice Department, how he was kept under surveillance, and then finally vindicated. Abuse and Power by Carter Page is the story of a private citizen caught up in a politically motivated spying operation intended to frame him. The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and their allies in the Justice Department and intelligence services lied and perverted justice in order to destroy a duly elected president. Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President is the new book by Carter Page. Available now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation. Our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off at SalemNow.com. Promo code Pittsburgh. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, We will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Only one more night to speculate uh, on how people will be voting. Tomorrow we'll be speculating about how the votes are being counted, I guess. The country is going to be focused on Pennsylvania, though. Tommy Hicks. We'll be watching closely. He's co-chairman of the Republican National Committee, and he joins us now. Tommy, thanks for being here. How you doing, John? Good, good. So um, here's what the Attorney General of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, tweeted today. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, if all the votes are added up in PA, Trump is going to lose. That's why he's working overtime to subtract as many votes as possible from this process. For the record, he's 0-6 against us in court. We've protected voting rights. Now ignore the noise. Vote. Now, is he already uh, uh, contesting the outcome if his, if his guy doesn't win? I mean, before the election? Well, it, it looks that way, but that's what the Democrats do. They put uh, politics over people, and that's why we're out here working as hard as we can to get every single vote we can. Pennsylvania is critical to the president getting another four years in the White House and Republicans taking back the House. Now, do you think that uh, this, uh, the Attorney General Josh Shapiro should recuse himself uh, from any investigation that, investigation that might come up uh, because of what happens in Pennsylvania if it's too close to call? Well, I think it's highly suspect what he said, and I'm sure we have some lawyers looking into that. Yeah, now, um, is the Republican Party more concerned about getting all the votes counted here in Pennsylvania than any other state? Well, every... Every state's in play, and this president is the best pace car we've ever seen in the history of politics. He works harder than anybody, and we have the the first family, the vice president, other surrogates traveling across the country to make sure we get our people out to vote. And our people 
have been voting early, but they traditionally like to vote on Election Day in person. So we need to encourage them to get out and vote, even if there are some long lines. ABC has uh, Biden winning the state by nine points. Um, I don't think anybody living in this state for the last year believes that for a minute. Do you think you could find someone from the Trump campaign uh, to bet you, uh, I'm sorry, the Biden campaign to bet you 100 bucks that uh, Biden's going to win Pennsylvania by nine? I would happily take that bet. And you know what? We're, what we're seeing across the board with early um, voting returns and even absentee ballot returns is the Republicans are holding, we're holding our own. People are enthusiastic about this president. We're seeing Democrats up here at these rallies the president's doing. Uh, people who haven't voted in eight years. So there's a, there's a silent majority that's not going to be silent much longer when, when they reelect President Trump to for four years. Where do you, uh, could you explain how you can look at the, um, what's happened in early voting uh, in various states and then draw conclusions from that? Yeah, I mean, what, what we've seen is the Democrats have cannibalized a lot of their uh, votes. And so that's why they're pushing to get. And a support for this president and Republicans across the country. And we still have, you know, Election Day itself tomorrow, which is the day most of our people like to go out and vote. And we should have a tremendous advantage with with that vote. What are your internal polls showing lately? Look, everything's trending the right direction. Uh, the key states are tight, but they're going to break the way uh, of the president. And we just need to make sure we run up the score so that we can have a clear winner uh, tomorrow night so that we don't have the Democrats try to play any shenanigans with us. And, uh, Tommy, do you buy the theory of the shy Trump voter? Oh, we see it everywhere. And, uh, you know, that's that, that's part of the silent majority. That's part of the people who, you know, may live in blue states, uh, are mm-hmm. sick of the lockdowns and the restrictions and the government invasion on your life. They want to send their kids to school. They want to be able to go to church. They value their Second Amendment. And that's these. many of these are traditional Democrats who have now figured out the Democrat Party has been hijacked by the radical left. And we are opening up our tent to bring as many people to their new home as possible. And that's only possible because of this president. He's such a change agent for good for the party and for the country. We're talking to Tommy Hicks. Uh, he's the co-chairman of the Republican National Committee. Uh, I, I noticed just anecdotally um, talking to people uh, who uh, took a couple of guys who have uh, known for a long time, uh, and they said that they hadn't voted for 40 years. Uh, and these are older guys, and they are uh, voting. They, they just registered to vote in the last few weeks, and they only did it because they're going to vote for Donald Trump. Um, and I don't, I don't, they don't strike me as the kind of people that would have signs in their front yard or even be, um, you know, talking about it much. But that's, they're everywhere, aren't they? They're everywhere. They're people who love our country, who value law and order, who understand what the president's policies have done for our country economically with trade deals, with tax cuts. Um, you know, the foundation is in place for a huge recovery. Uh, after this virus hit us, and it's already taking place, we have had 11.5 million new jobs, 600,000 new jobs in Pennsylvania just in the last five months. And, you know, th- these are people who understand that judges should be interpreting the law, like the president's list of judges that he's nominated and had confirmed, including three Supreme Court justices. And that, that's these people understand that what's at stake is that, that the American the, the 21st century can be the American century, or we could be owned by China. And people are realizing how important this election is. So we're seeing it all over the place. Uh, the one guy said that he saved, he, he, his uh, family owns a small business. And uh, he said, I saved $10,000 in taxes this year because, uh, this, I don't know if it was this year or the last few years, uh, because of Trump. Uh, you seeing a lot of that? Well, yeah, and, and by the way, the average American family would pay $6,500 in new taxes if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were elected to, to the uh, presidency and vice presidency. Uh, and because we, we know if they win, they will have the House and the Senate. And mm-hmm. that's just unimaginable to me. 
it's scary. You know that they will fund- fundamentally try to transform our country, basically burn it down to rebuild it as a socialist country. And we can't have that. That's why people are signing up all over the place for these rallies, registering to vote. And so we're really enthusiastic. The American people are going to make the right decision for their children and their grandchildren. If there were no polls, uh, Tommy, would would it be possible to look at the size of the crowds um, at the president's rallies, especially here in Pennsylvania over the weekend, and think that he wasn't the favorite to win? I mean, the, the polls are the oh. only thing that would make anybody believe that, that he's not. And they were, of course, wrong four years ago. They were wrong four years ago. They were wrong four years before that. It, it's impossible to poll right now. But, the you know, a, a poll that does matter is the fact that 56 percent of the American people think they're better off today than they were four years ago. That's higher than Reagan was in 1984 when he won in a tremendous landslide. Uh, so I, I, I think we just need to encourage our voters to get out and vote. Even if there's a long line, get out and vote. Make sure your vote counts. Is there a state out there that uh, you think is most likely to shock everyone by going for Trump? Maybe one that isn't getting a lot of uh, uh, talk in the media and one that he can sneak in with? Well, I mean, Minnesota is a state that has not been Republican since 1972, longer than I've been alive. And we're very competitive there. I think we could break away there. And then there are a few others. So we're, we're, we're working hard for every single vote. And uh, what's, what's the, the uh, plan for tomorrow? Uh, the president's doing rallies again today. Is he still going to be out tomorrow even? Look, this president, I've never seen anybody work as hard as him in my life. And he's doing it because he loves the American people. He, he's not going to stop until the, the, the last minute. So uh, I'm, I'm just, it's an honor to be a part of this. And by the way, we have 2.6 million volunteers across the country who, who, are, who see, see that work ethic. They're going out to work hard uh, to get their friends and family out to vote as well. Hey, Tom, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, and uh Good luck uh, well, the rest of the way, I was going to say, but there ain't, there ain't much left of the rest of the way. It's pretty much over, but yeah. uh, uh, thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. Okay. That's Tommy Hicks. Uh, he's the uh, co-chairman of the Republican National Committee. And speaking of that uh, shy vote, um, uh, Byron York, who was just on this show a couple of weeks ago, he wrote a piece for the Washington Examiner, and um uh, it appears that he was in Butler, PA, the other night. What night was that? Was that Friday or Saturday? I think it was Saturday. Uh, that the um, that that crowd was just amazing, uh, uh, just gigantic. And I've heard anything from ten thousand to fifty-seven thousand people were there. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was it was just monstrous. And he went there, and uh, his headline is that yes, there is a hidden Trump vote, and he said. Uh, at some pro-Trump events around Pennsylvania in the last week, uh, the president's event, a big road rally that stretched over three states, a small event for Trump volunteers and activists featuring Ivanka Trump, and in other conversations, a large number of people who openly support Trump said they knew someone personally who would vote for the president but would not publicly acknowledge doing so. So uh, they're, they're called the shy Trump voter. And uh, this is what he says. He said, at the Trump events, it's big if mostly unspoken. At the Butler rally, Corey from Freeport said her sister and her father did not vote for Trump in 2016, but planned to vote for him this time. Dana from Lower Borough said she knew people involved in the oil and gas industry who did not vote at all in 2016, but who planned to vote for Trump now. Those are a couple of people I mentioned just a minute ago talking to uh, Tommy Hicks. Uh, they haven't voted in 40 years, both of them. Uh, Biden will shut us all down, she said. We'll be out of work. And then Van from Cannonsburg, out here in my neighborhood, uh, was one of them, also in the oil and gas business. He said he did not vote for 25 years. Now, after a few years of oil and gas prosperity, he said he will definitely vote for Trump. And then Barb from Baden, Pennsylvania, said that back in 2016, quote, I didn't even know my neighbors were Trump supporters until election night. And then this is what's really interesting. Uh, Sam DeMarco, he's a uh, he's a as a local pub, uh, politician. He's the chairman of the Republican Republican Committee of Allegheny County. He's been on the show a couple of times, and he's also uh, the Allegheny County Councilman at large. So he's a he's an elected Republican County official, uh, and 
Allegheny County went for Hillary Clinton with 56.5% of the vote four years ago. Trump had 40. And this is what um, DeMarco told uh, uh, Byron York. He said, shy Trump voters, quote, most definitely exist in his county. Some are in the upper middle class suburbs where Trump supporters just don't want to deal with the social aspects of neighbors asking, how can you vote for this guy? But others are in traditional Democratic strongholds. And this is a quote from DeMarco. He says, I'm an elected official. I have had at least a dozen, that's a dozen, he says, a Democratic elected officials tell me that they are voting for Trump. They say they don't like where their party has gone so far to the left, but as Democratic elected officials, they can't come out and say it. And he says, look at the unions. When they endorse, they apply a lot of pressure on their guys to line and support the candidate. That's not happening now. I have another story of a guy I know who's in a union, uh, a government union, and uh, all Democrats uh, traditionally. And I was told that... Uh, he asked the guys he works with have all said they're voting for Trump. And that's just anecdotal, but it's just those little things that that add up. And what Sam DeMarco said about these uh, these Democratic um, officials, party officials, uh, elected officials, not just uh, party officials. You know, people who work for the party. These are a dozen Democratic elected officials. He says here, tell me that they are voting for Trump. Um, that's uh, that's the kind of stuff that is not ever going to show up in a poll. And I just, it's just, it doesn't surprise me. It shouldn't surprise anybody, I don't think, to find out that there are Democrats, you know, older Democrats, especially older guys from, you know, older people from um, Western Pennsylvania, maybe, you know, old JFK Democrats or Hubert Humphrey Democrats or even Bill Clinton Democrats who uh, see what's going on and they and they see that the vice presidential candidate that their party has put up, Kamala Harris, is actually officially, I guess, the most liberal senator in the Senate, most liberal person in the Senate. And actually a voting record more liberal than uh, Bernie Sanders. Of course those people are going to say, wait a minute, you know, I'm a Democrat, and I I like the Democrat Party, but this isn't my party anymore. Um, It it shouldn't surprise anybody to hear that that they are uh, just just getting to the point where they don't feel like they belong anymore. The Democratic Party left them. They didn't leave the Democratic Party. Um, and, you know, I see I see uh, I know another story of someone who works in a retail store. And this is the kind of stuff. Another reason why I believe the, the idea of the shy voter, because what I find from liberals and from uh, uh, non Trump supporters is that they are very willing to get in your face. If you if and I don't wear MAGA hats around or anything like that, but but people who do wear them, they will have someone come up and just get right in their face and say, how can you vote for this guy and call him a racist? Um, and uh, this person who works in a store, they, they had uh, uh, some items they were selling for Halloween, and, you know, one was uh, supposed to be Trump and one was supposed to be uh, Biden. And somebody came in the store and said, well, you better just smash those Trump ones. Okay, I said it out loud with everybody in the store. And I, I just – a Trump voter would not come in and say the same thing about the Biden stuff, just wouldn't say it. And that's how things have changed, and that's how that's how things are different. And it's that same person who would never dream of saying that out loud in a store uh, to Biden supporters, who doesn't want to hear about polls and probably hangs up when the when they see the phone number that they don't recognize, or if they hear it's a poll, they either lie or just hang up on them. So I, I think the polls are absolutely totally useless. And I'm buying the guys who are predicting that uh, Trump is going to win by an electoral college landslide. We'll talk about it more when we come back. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump and Democratic challenger Joe Biden making their closing arguments in a final day of campaign events, a day before voters conclude the 2020 presidential election. Each man is arguing that he is the better fit to steer the nation. More than 93 million people have already voted. 
Massachusetts has issued a new series of measures aimed at curbing the rising number of COVID-19 cases in the state. This includes a revised stay-at-home advisory, earlier closing times for many businesses, and a tougher face-covering mandate. The new measure comes as the cases of the virus up 278% since Labor Day. Governor Charlie Baker also revised the state's mask mandate to require anyone above the age of five to wear a mask in public. Stocks closing higher. The Dow gained 423 points. The Nasdaq was up 46. The S&P ahead 40. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. What has to be the craziest campaign ever has come to an end, and it's time to tally up the ballots. Can President Trump muster the same support as 2016? Keep America great! Or will Joe Biden be heading to the White House? I believe this election is about who we are as a nation. And will we see a shift of power in Congress? Join us for life up to the minute election results. Tuesday, coverage begins at 7 a.m. 1250. The answer... Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. The Synergy Group hopes this message finds you safe and healthy. Roy Locks and his team understand the concerns you have about your well-being. Those concerns may include your investments based on recent volatility in the markets. Roy believes the stock market will recover eventually, but he also understands the importance in taking steps to limit losses and finding upside. Now is the time to consider structured investments that can help you recover losses caused by COVID-19 and the recent market fallout. Call Roy today at 412-673-7760. He can help you focus on future upside in your retirement accounts. He is confident in strategies tailored for you. Roy Locks and the Synergy Group are eager to help in this turbulent period of uncertainty. 412-673-7760. That's 412-673-7760. Please be well and stay safe. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FEDRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Looking at congestion on the inbound Parkway West. Parkway Center Drive to the Fort Pitt Tunnel should take you an extra four or five minutes there. On the outbound side, minor congestion around Green Tree Parkway East, a little busy outbound into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And on the inbound side into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Construction also on William Penn Highway. That goes till 7 between Greensburg Pike and Beulah Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. It will be clear and windy tonight with a low of 34. Mostly sunny skies expected for tomorrow with a high of 53. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 40. Wednesday, sunny skies with a high of 63. Wednesday night, clear skies with a low of 44. Thursday, partly sunny and nice with a high of 63. With your AccuWeather forecast... I'm Drew Shannon. 
This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Pete Buttigieg was in Pittsburgh over the weekend, just in case you were wondering what caused those massive traffic jams on the parkways. Uh, And he said a national lockdown is on the table if Joe Biden becomes president. Who would want that? I don't Mark Lauder is director of strategic communications for the Trump campaign, and he joins us now. Mark, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, John. Yeah, so uh, I, I was—I think I was kidding when I said Pete Buttigieg caused tra- traffic jams. I think, I think about, ele- <laughs> about I think he spoke to about eleven people in the day or two that he was here. So uh, I don't think it's well, that much. Big crowd of the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how much will the uh, uh, two positions uh, on? On uh, how and when to open the country affect the vote, do you think? You know, that, 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 is that a lot. major one? I think it's going to affect a lot of the vote. I mean, I think America wants to reopen. And, and more so than that, I think America wants to be America again, where we can do more than one thing at a time, where we can protect those who are most vulnerable. We can take steps to protect our own health. But we can also get back to work, get back to school, and get back to life. It doesn't have to be either or. I think we can do both. And we've we've seen such remarkable improvements in the treatments and the therapeutics. The vaccine is right around the corner. And locking down, I mean, even the World Health Organization says lockdowns don't work and they should not be done. Yeah, Pete uh, was out there uh, here in Pittsburgh um, saying that, uh, you know, it's on the table when, that, when he was asked. Is that is a total, is a, is a national lockdown and a mask mandate on the table? He said, yeah. I mean, I think it just shows you how out of touch the, the, the Democrats are right now. And, you know, you've got Joe Biden out there saying, I want to end the oil industry. I want to decimate yeah. Pennsylvania's economy by ending fracking and, and then the, the lockdowns and all of the and all of the. I mean, we've got to remember, I think it's 72 percent of, of the American people cannot work from home. They actually have to physically be present at work. And if you think about it, it's going to hurt those who are at the bottom end of the at the income ladder, those who are in blue collar jobs. I mean, they're the ones that the Democrats used to represent, and now they don't because they're saying, no, you can just lock down and live off the government rather than getting back to work. Yeah, and there, there are unions here locally in Western PA that they either officially or unofficially are not supporting Democrats this time around. Um, no, and, and, I, and we hear it time and time again. I mean, when I traveled the country and I was just up in Michigan, I've been in Pennsylvania a lot over these last few weeks, and people come up to me all the time. I, I have people coming up to me from communities of color. I get labor union members, and they all say the same thing. They look at me and they say, you know, I can't put on a red MAGA hat, but I can go in there and vote for the president, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Pennsylvania has been under some of the most draconian uh, restrictions in the country, and I hear a lot of complaints from business owners uh, and I've had Republicans from state government on the show here, uh, and they've tried really hard to get things loosened up. Uh, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, which is uh, an elected group and uh, strongly Democratic, uh, wouldn't let them, um, they wouldn't allow the, them to stand up to the governor. Uh, the Democrats are in control. Now, that's a state issue, but is the president going to benefit from that in Pennsylvania? I, I just get the, this is another anecdotal thing, but. People are really upset about Pennsylvania, especially people who own businesses. No, I think, you, and we see it all across the country, and you know, in blue states, red states, and, and in swing states, and and I think it's one of those things where you know the president is has got his finger on the pulse because it, it doesn't have to be either or, and it's also the same thing is true, you know, when it comes to police brutality and the social justice issues, it doesn't have to be either or. We can condemn brutality. We can make sure that those who are those who uh, exercise uh, excessive force are held into account and also support the men and women who are out there protecting us, trying to stop Philadelphia from burning. I mean, what does it tell you when, you know, the, when downtown D.C. and Philadelphia and so many other big cities are boarding themselves up right now? They are not boarding themselves up from Republican or conservative voters. They're, they're, they're trying to protect themselves from the radical liberals that are out of control. Yeah, and and uh, the president is doing rallies and expecting uh, big crowds everywhere all day today. Is this at this point, uh, Mark? Is this more about just making sure that the votes that you know for sure are out there already? Uh, it makes sure making sure that they show up, or could there still be undecideds out there at this point late in the game? I think there are undecideds that are still out there. I also think that there are people who who you know maybe didn't vote in 2016 or voted the other way in 2016 that have come to see the light. You know, we just put out the numbers just from a few hours ago 
when the president was in Scranton this morning, there were 13,000 people that signed up to go to the president's rally. 80% of them had not voted yet. 21% were not Republicans and 25% didn't vote in 2016. And so now that we know that they're there, we can make sure that they have the information of where their polling place is, or if they need assistance getting to the polls, that we can help them get there. I mean, that's what these, that's what our data really says. And to be honest with you, John, it's funny, I've been dealing with this all day. You know, uh, you know, other talk show hosts and TV folks are asking me about the polls. I'm like, we're not watching polls. This is not about polls. This is about counting votes right now. We know mm-hmm. the number of votes that have been requested, the number of votes that have been turned in, and the number of votes we need to win. We also know where those voters are, and we know how to get them to the polls. This is a math equation right now. This is not about polls. Yeah, everybody in the Republican Party has been talking about the ground game for a long time, uh, and that's what you're just mentioning there. How is it different from four years ago, and how will you measure the success of it? I mean, you're, the, you're well, going to get a total number of votes. That's success. But how, many, how much of that are you going to be able to measure came actually from the ground game? Yeah, it's, it's night and day. I mean, just to give you the example, I think in 2016, we had 750,000 volunteers. We now have 2.6 million volunteers, even more than Barack Obama had in 2012. And there's a reason why the Democrats have not been able to get out their early vote numbers like they expected to. It's because we've gotten out our early vote numbers as well. And we still have a huge number of votes in the bank waiting to come out tomorrow. We know in, in Pennsylvania, we're expecting a, about a million vote advantage coming out of Election Day, and we know that that would be enough to overcome any kind of Democrat advantage, which is too small, much smaller than it was in 16. It's smaller 2020. And then when we get out our vote, because we know mostly Republicans like to vote on Election Day, mm-hmm. we, we will actually have the numbers, we have the math to, to win. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Mark Lauder. He's Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump campaign. But Mark... Uh how can you guys overcome Joe Biden campaigning with Lady Gaga in Pennsylvania? He's out there. That seems like kind of a game changer to me. Are you going to be able to overcome that? Uh, actually, I'm encouraging it because, you know, Lady Gaga is part of this one of these cabals in Hollywood that's against fracking, and openly uh-huh. so. And when Joe Biden is embracing her, it's just telling the people of Pennsylvania that she and Joe Biden want to eliminate, you know, Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of jobs in Pennsylvania. Drive up your heating costs. Drive up the cost of a, price, a gallon of gasoline. I mean, this, this kind of embracing of the Hollywood radicals is actually just feeds right into what the president's been saying from day one. Joe Biden's more worried about how he's viewed in Hollywood rather than how he's viewed in the hard-working, blue-collar parts of our country. You're down to the, uh, the last day of the campaign. I know nobody could have uh, planned for the pandemic, but... Is there any one issue out there that maybe you didn't plan on that has emerged to become a major factor? And let's keep COVID out of it because nobody saw that coming, not to the extent that we've had to deal with it. Well, I think the, 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 the sheer proof that we have of the corruption of Joe Biden and his family. I mean, the fact that they were selling access to the White House and the vice president for millions of dollars to the Chinese, the Ukrainians, the Russians. I mean, the, the, it is now documented. This is not disinformation. It's proven. And, and Joe Biden has tried to hide from it. But I think the American people have been able to see through it and see past the, the censorship of the mainstream media and the social media outlets. And I think it just these kind of you know, influence schemes and pay to play just rubs the people the wrong way. Do you think that um, has it gotten enough? Has it gotten enough exposure to the uh, non Trump networks. In other words, Fox has done it up big. The New York Post, which is a conservative uh, publication, has done the story up big. But the networks are still not uh, all that concerned about it, and all that, all, not all that interested in it. Has it reached enough people? Do you think to make a difference? I think it has because you know there have been so many people, and you know, I mean, regardless of whether the mainstream media covers it, there's enough people out there that you know support this president that put these stories on their own social media channels. And so right. people who, you know, who can see them in their own Facebook and Twitter and Instagram feeds. And so the, the message is definitely getting out there. And I think it's caused a lot of people to have questions. And I think it's one of many reasons why the, the, we've seen such a huge shift in the polls here in the last three weeks or so. And I think it's one of the reasons why you're seeing the scrambling going on by the Democrats, because I think they actually understand or they should. Pennsylvania is, is slipping away from them. And it's really more, it's in our column right now. We just need to make sure we go out and deliver it. 
Well, um, I think it's ABC has Biden up by nine points in Pennsylvania. No person who lives in this state would would bet a dollar that Joe Biden is up by was going to win by nine points. Uh, you know, it's um, it's it's insane to even think that. Um, do, do you think we'll know whether Donald Trump has been elected when we go to bed tomorrow night? Uh, probably not. Uh, I mean, even, really? even in 2016, we, even when we went to bed in 2016, I mean, I wasn't in bed, but when most people went to bed, <laughs> you know, I think it came through at about two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. I remember being in New York for that. You know, we will probably have a pretty good idea by then. Uh, and I definitely think by, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, we should know, uh, but there's absolutely a possibility that we could secure the 270 electoral votes we need bef- without Pennsylvania trying to delay their vote counting and take votes after the election and all that kind of shenanigans. Uh, If we do what our job is, which is to run up the score, they won't be able to cheat and steal it away from us. So that's why, you know, the vice president says it. I say it all the time. If you haven't voted yet, get out and vote. Bring a friend or two. Well, speaking of the vice president, he'll be on the show here tomorrow. So I'm happy to have him on and uh, uh, glad to have you on today, Mark. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Okay, that's Mark Lauder. He is the Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump campaign, and I just did uh, uh, get it confirmed from the uh, Vice President's office that uh, Mike Pence will be on this show tomorrow at 5.10. So kind of looking forward to that. Um, And I'm glad to have him on here. And uh, that just gives you an idea. He is the Vice President of the United States of America, and he's going to be here talking to uh, Pittsburgh radio at uh, five after ten on election night. What a, like what is that? Three hour less than three hours before the polls close. Um, at, at ten after five. What did I say, Mike? <laughs> I like see. I got Mike back there talking in my ear. Uh, I said five after ten. It's ten after five. <laughs> but anyway, he will be here at ten after five. But he's going to be here. Like, what and it is like less than three hours before the polls close, and uh, he's the vice president and. Uh, that just shows you what they're doing, how much, how hard they're working, and how insane they are. Uh, right up until a couple hours before the polls close, he's out there doing radio interviews. But we'll have him on at uh, ten minutes after five p.m. Eastern here on uh, this very radio program. So, meanwhile, uh, speaking of polls, uh, there's a, uh, and this this happened in Oak at the Oakmont Bakery too. But there's another story here. From Lochels, that's uh, a family-owned bakery in Hatboro, Pennsylvania, and uh, Fox News did a story on them. And uh, the Trump cookies are vastly outselling the Biden-themed cookies by about six to one. And it, they said that some customers are driving from neighboring states to get their hands on the cookies. Now uh, they have uh, the the cookie sales have accurately predicted the outcome of the last three elections. So. This means something, and the cookies are the the Trump kill uh, cookies six to one over Joe Biden cookies, and uh, they said they're going to tally them up tomorrow night, I guess uh, election night, uh, and uh, that's that they they've been doing this for two months, but right now Donald Trump is still in the lead. They've sold about twenty eight thousand Trump cookies to about five thousand of Bidens, and they said by the end of today, that's today Monday. Uh, knowing the orders we have, Trump cookie sales should probably approach 29,000. So um, the cookie sales are, are telling the story here. In Oakmont, um, at the Oakmont Bakery, they sold thir- – this was as of October 23rd. So what, that's like uh, 10 days ago, um, 10 or 11 days ago. They, they, uh, they sold 13,656 Trump cookies and 2,813 Biden cookies. And one of my neighbors uh, actually got me a couple of Trump cookies and gave them to my wife the other day, and I ate one. It was pretty good. 13,656 to 2813. I don't know what uh, kind of, if if Oakmont is a Democrat or Republican area, but uh, that number actually means something. I mean, that's people actually coming out and telling you who they're going to vote for. And that's 13,000 to 2,000 right there. And the uh, whoever wherever those um, Oakmont customers came from, that's uh, that's Donald Trump with a nine thousand, uh, almost eleven thousand vote lead right there. And meanwhile, uh, CBS seems to be um, hedging their bets a little bit. They're now saying that uh, maybe Trump is going to uh, 
overcome all these polls, and, and a big surge will uh, will get him uh, the win tomorrow, if not tomorrow, uh, by the end of the week, I guess. I guess that's the way we have to look at it now. By the uh, that's, We're going to know by the end of the week, which is kind of strange. But uh, this is what uh, CBS says. It says, we estimate from our polling that Mr. Trump is doing, on average, over 30 percentage points better. This is interesting. He's doing, on average, more over 30 percentage points better among likely Election Day voters than early voters. 30 percent better over uh, from people who are going to vote on Election Day uh, compared to people who vote uh, voted early. We know the approximate size of the early vote so far, and we and we vary the potential size of the Election Day vote to explore two scenarios. In our Republican surge scenario, the size of the Election Day vote is relatively large. So given that these voters break for Mr. Trump, it mitigates Biden's early vote edge and Mr. Trump inches out close wins in enough states to go over 270. We increase the size of the Election Day vote by an average of seven points in this scenario while keeping vote preference among early voters and Election Day voters fixed. So uh, if it's a big turnout, then uh, Trump is going to win. That's even according to CBS. And uh, does anybody think that it's not going to be a big Trump turnout after looking at those crowds at the rallies? We'll be right back. There are many issues in this election, but without life, nothing else matters. Sadly, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to take over America and deny the most basic right to life to unborn babies. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want abortion until birth, and they want you to pay for it with your tax dollars. Joe Biden should never be president, and Kamala Harris should never be vice president. Donald Trump and Mike Pence fight to protect unborn babies. Donald Trump and Mike Pence support laws to keep your tax dollars from paying for abortion. And Donald Trump and Mike Pence support laws to protect unborn babies from painful, late dismemberment abortions. Unborn babies can't vote, but you can. Be a voice for the voiceless in this election. Vote for life. Vote for Donald Trump and Mike Pence for president and vice president. Paid for by the National Right to Life Victory Fund at nrlvictoryfund.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. NRL Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Pittsburgh.com. Windows are us, Pittsburgh.com. Hi there, Hugh Hewitt. I have a book that you've been waiting for, the one that totally uncovers the anti-Trump movement within the Washington establishment. My good friend Byron York, you know him from Fox News, the Washington Examiner. He's on my show all the time. He's got a brand new book. It's called Obsession, Inside the Washington Establishment's Never-Ending War on Trump. And Byron brings the heat. Obsession is a must-read. He's the political correspondent that you always trust anyway. But now he's got officials and members of the Trump defense team on the record. All of the stuff you want to find out about what happened with the special counsel, what happened with the impeachment, what happened with Ukraine, it's all in Byron's new book, Obsession. Look, the opposition will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump's re-election. Now is the time to get the facts. Read Byron York's penetrating new book, Obsession. Inside the Washington Establishment's never-ending war on Trump. Available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. Obsession by Byron York. Obsession by Byron York. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop 
by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one, low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087, use the promo code STAG, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So another example of the uh, the secret Trump voters or the shy Trump voters uh, on Fox and Friends today, uh, a woman named Caitlin Singleton from Wisconsin who voted for Hillary in 2016. She came on and she said she voted for Hillary in 2016 and she's been a Democrat ever since she was able to vote. But she says, this time around, I'm leaning toward Trump strongly. I say 90% leading toward Trump. I don't think there's much that will change my mind between now and tomorrow. And when they asked her why she flipped, she said policies. Uh, they helped her out. Uh, some of the things that is, you know, they, she, they, she liked his policies. And she says there's a lot of pressure to vote blue in the workplace, in the personal life. And so I think that is what is making me wait till the last minute to vote but mostly his policies that have affected my family in a good way. Over the last four years, we've benefited greatly. That's a perfect example of someone I would guess. Well, she said it on national TV, so her friends are thinking about it now. But people like her, they don't want anybody to know that she's voting for Trump because liberals think that you're a bad person. They can't just disagree with your politics. They think you're a racist. They think you're a bad person if you vote for Trump. And that's why they're so much more bold when it comes up to confronting people who they see wearing a MAGA hat or a Trump shirt or a flag on their car or something like that. I'm not going to tell you to go out and vote tomorrow. You know why? I have never voted once in my life because somebody on radio or TV told me to go vote. So I'm not telling anybody to vote. I think that's kind of up to you. But I'll talk to you tomorrow on Election Day. See you then. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of The Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.